Eastside. Hello, podcast folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Kondra. And I am Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 97 of High School Musical 2. This is an old one. It's almost a, a, a centenarian. Minute 97 starts out with Sharpay telling Troy that he's a good guy. <laughs> and ends with Chad yelling, what team? What team? Wildcats, oh, obviously, okay. but we don't hear that. Well, we hear this is the second call of okay. it, so we'll get there, though. Okay. So, so, yeah, we're ending this Sharpay crying in her dressing room. Troy has... <laughs> this interminable scene that's been going back and forth for like five minutes now. <laughs> Troy is doing Sharpay a huge solid, but getting something in return for it and that the Wildcats get to perform. And Sharpay, Sharpay is impressed with his savvy? honesty and, and yes, also his like sort of savvy trickery. Like I'm going to pull one over on you. And she says, you're a good guy, Troy. I wish she, she said after that, but I'm a villain. And then like punched him in the gut and then like took off her mask to reveal that she was actually Emperor Zerg or something. Oh, I was thinking she took off her mask and revealed she was that chemistry whiz in Sky High. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Yes. <laughs> she, technically, she was a technology whiz, not a chemistry oh, whiz. sorry. She could manipulate technology with her brain. <laughs> oh, of course. Which, theoretically, all people could do, but that meant, like, if a computer fell apart, she could put it back together. Yeah, she could just, yeah. Well, yeah, Sharpay also says, she, she has another reflective moment. She says, I think I like you more than I like myself. And then she stops herself and is like, did I just say that? Yeah, I. we've had so many of these like self-aware Sharpay jokes that I'm like, like I'm tired of them now. I think this one out of all of them makes the most sense. Like the other ones where she was like, I'm a nice person, except when I lie. Yeah. And like that. That didn't quite match her, but this, like, coming out of your mouth and you're like, what did I just say? Like, that feels more her. Maybe if it was the other way around and she was, and she said something like, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe I like you better than I like myself. Because then it feels like there's an emotional honesty there where it feels like she kind of takes it back at the end. You're like, mm. actually, I, you know I didn't mean that. Yeah, but I think, it still is more in character than the other ones that we had problems with. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, it'd be interesting if there was like more about how Sharpay did all this stuff because she wanted external gratification. She was insecure about herself. Like if we actually felt that she was struggling in some way, as opposed to just like she didn't get what she wants in this instant and she's upset about it. But like we felt like, no, she, like, really needs this attention because, like, she's not getting it from her parents or she's, like, she doesn't feel like she has any true friends and this is the only validation that she gets. But well, the movie the movie doesn't can, ever go out go, go out of its way to say that. Yeah, it's not explicit, but it all can very much be interpreted. Because the Sharpettes, she refers to multiple times as just girls. Like, they're not individuals. We had to look up their names. <laughs> their names are never addressed in the film. I... She has, like, a weird relationship with her mother. It's not that it's a bad one. It's just they are thinking different things about 
Sharpay. Yeah. I think there's a line between like when a movie is complex and like has a lot going on about the characters, but it doesn't just tell you outright. And when a movie is very like simple and face value where they don't tell you a lot about the characters because there's not much more you need to know about the characters. I don't think this is like a, an M night Shyamalan film where like the characters don't say what they want, but you just have to like feel what they want the whole time. It's not that deep. No, but I think Sharpay has more emotional complexity than we give credit for a lot of the time. We're like, oh, she's just a drama queen who wants everything to be about her. But, like, clearly there's other stuff going on. Like, she never sees her father and they're put up at a, their country. Like, having that, like, there's not that sense of well-roundedness that, like, I don't know. I think, like, what colleges look for, like, when I was <laughs> doing college admission stuff, like, you're looking for someone who understands there's more than just one type of way in the world. And yeah. she doesn't quite have that development. Yeah. Like I said, I think I think we agree. I just wish that the movie cared about it a little bit more and didn't force us to like dig so deep mm-hmm. to to want to read that. Yeah. We're also going at this one. <laughs> Troy silently walks away. He like kind of does like a like a half smile and then's like, well, gotta go. Yeah. I assume he's like, gotta go change or something. Like <laughs> gotta go fast. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> yeah, Troy's always wearing blue. Sonic's always wearing blue. Troy is Sonic. Troy is Sonic confirmed. <laughs> he has nice shoes. He's voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. They actually replaced Drew Seely Drew with, with Ben Schwartz. But as Troy leaves, Kelsey comes into frame. Yeah. Well, kind yeah. of. Troy leaves and then Sharpay goes like, like turns yes, around. and then turns around and says, girls, places. Then she starts fixing her makeup up and yeah. like cleaning her face. And then we see Kelsey pop her head around the curtain and she's smiling and then she pumps her fist and goes, yes. And we're meant to think that she's excited that the show is on because that means the Wildcats can perform. Yeah. But it turns out that there's more to it than that. Absolutely. So with Kelsey's excitement, we also see the excitement of other Wildcats because there's a a telephone game, as it were, of (laughs) whisper gossip um, running down through all these extras who we've never seen before. (laughs) No, these are the extras that we have seen before. This is like the cheerleader, like the blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like not they're just in different outfits than they normally are. Yeah. And there's a there's a game of telephone going down the line that uh, everyone's whispering to the person next to them letting them know something that they're all very excited okay, about. Okay, so if the first if the first link of the telephone game was what? What what do they say? Like we're going to perform our our Troy, our song. Troy got us to perform like Troy I I bet they made it about Troy in some way. Also just to metagame this a little bit, they don't they don't actually say a lot of words. They say like three words when they whisper because the queen that because the scene has to be quick. Yeah. Like they don't want the scene to be just like five seconds of someone whispering. They want it to be one and a half seconds of someone whispering. Could it just be the show's on? Yeah. Okay. But then that makes the game of telephone less fun. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted us to reproduce what the game of telephone would be like. We're gonna sing, but then that like that's hard to misinterpret. Yeah. Darn it. We, we ruined our own improv game, Contra. Sorry. Our logic. 
us again. <laughs> We're too smart for our own good. <laughs> so, yeah, we go through like six or seven wildcats in this little little past the past. There's like a guy in a chef's outfit and several wait staff. And sometimes there's like two wait staff at one table. Yeah. And it's like I think a, one of them's like, like filling water. So maybe they're not all like waiters. So maybe some are bus people. Yeah. <laughs> bus people. Yeah. I guess that's the gender neutral way of saying it. But then it makes it sound like you take a bus as opposed to you, bus. you, you bus. Tables. Yes. Tables. I think the verb bus came before the noun bus, like school bus. Mm. Because what do buses do but bus? Anyway. Transport. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, you know, they maybe they just brought food to that table. So, you know, sometimes when you bring the food out, there's like two people to help you. Yeah. Someone is also like filling water. So maybe it's just like one of those moments where there's just a lot of them on the floor. Because no one can be on the floor when Sharpay is on stage. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to respond to that. I... <laughs> I know it's a song, but my brain is not not fully firing on what that song is, so I cannot say the next line like you would have expected me to. I think the next line is also, let the bodies hit the floor. I think that just repeats. Oh. <laughs> so they go, they, they play telephone, and people start, like, leaving the tables. Like, they're, they're yeah, they, done. <laughs> no more food service tonight. Sorry, last call. Bye. And then we cut to everyone in the kitchen. kitchen getting ready. Martha's making these whale dolphin noises. Yeah, so actually, if you pay attention, Martha has headphones in, and she takes them out in, in a couple seconds. But she's like, she's she must be like listening to tones, and then like matching matching the tones to like get herself on key. It seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, that is definitely I've I've not seen that done that way. Unless she's like the main person, like because it just doesn't seem like she's going to be the main person singing this song. Seems like she's just going to be the background. And like, she's not going to be standing out over all the other people singing in the background. But she feels that she is. Okay. She's the star of her own story. All right, yeah. Everyone, yeah, everyone, no small parts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's the point of this too, is they're all having their moment to shine. Like when we saw them do that rehearsal dance where they were all like going down the line, presenting <laughs> themselves. <laughs> so yeah, so Ryan's in the middle, kind of like getting Pacing. everyone... Hyping himself up. He's jumping a lot. Yeah. Martha's doing the weird noises. Everyone else is just kind of like, you know, doing that thing where you wave your hands in front of yourself. Like, oh my God, we're about to start. Yeah. Some people are like, look, Zeke is like turned towards, I don't think it's Jason, but someone that looks kind of like Jason and they're like bouncing, hyping themselves up. It's just a lot of hype fest. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Like when you're about to go on stage. Yeah. Except they're not about to go on stage. Like they have to. Because Sharpay is about about to go on stage. So they're just like coming down from the high of learning that they're about to go on stage. It's all complicated. They need to ride the high (laughs) so they can still go on stage. Are they going to change into different outfits? Are they going to just like stay in their waiter and chef outfits? That's what doesn't make sense. It seems like for the movie's purposes, you want them to have a whole new outfits. Like for the big climax finale. So that people will be more excited to watch it. Because it's just boring if they're in the same outfits that they were in for a while. Well, I mean, for we're all in this together, if we want to take that as the example. Everyone but Troy and Gabriella. 
Well, I guess Ryan and Sharpay too, but everyone else is in the outfits we've been seeing them in the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, but those are icon like iconographic, like they're in the basketball jerseys, they're in the cheerleader uniforms. Like this is like, oh, they're in a a, a waiter tie, like and a vest. Like I mean, that's still dressy and like it just doesn't seem like the like you want you want it to look iconic so that like when you do the like music video interstitial on Disney Channel, it's like, oh my god, those outfits are so much, not just like, oh my god, they're in regular clothes. I don't know. Yeah, I I think though be, if they all have the same color palette, would that be, it would still look really cool. Okay, just like some food caked onto their <laughs> their I sleeves. The, I think the kitchen people aren't going to be wearing their beanies and stuff. <laughs> but like they they might be the ones to change, but all the wait staff people would probably I don't know. My hypothetical version, <laughs> not the version that I know is true. <laughs> yeah, Condra could theoretically be arguing for something that she knows not to be true. <laughs> Um, so Kelsey comes in and confirmed with Ryan that things are happening. The show is on that Troy fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Fix it. Felix Troy Bolton. And then there Troy, was no pun to be had there. And then Troy comes up <laughs> behind them and is like, so I talked to Sharpay. We're going to sing like she's all good. Yeah. Well, Ryan had asked Kelsey, where's the music? Mm-hmm. And then Kelsey hands the music to Ryan. And then when Troy walks in, Ryan goes, hey, you know, speaking of my sister, she wants you to learn this new song. And Troy's like, every day. And he- <laughs> Which then messes with our timeline again, folks, because. No, he's saying the name of the song every day. It's in italics. I interpreted that as like a. Uh, a tonal shift italics because they do that sometimes for emphasis. No, in the subtitles they say italics when they're reading the name of a title. They do it sometimes for emphasis too, though. Maybe. Is the song not called Every Day? Condor's giving me the steel face like I'm not supposed to know. We can just be honest with ourselves here, isn't it? Okay. It seems like he's reading the name of the title off of it. That's why he said it. I don't know. That's what I interpreted. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I thought he just like read it and then was like, every day. Oh, that's what it's oh, called. Oh, no, it is called every day. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was thinking of a different song. <laughs> sorry. I got confused for a second. Just like, are my, are my film viewing skills <laughs> lagging right now? Well, no, because also there's like this. The, the, he says it very exasperated. Like you could also interpret it as like every every day, day I have to learn a new song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which in the in the version of this uh, this movie that we've been viewing, where it's not taken the place over like two months, but just like a week, it really does feel like he's had to learn a song every day. But I guess we've when we're this whole reading between the lines conversation. Yes, this movie has been taking place over a very long amount of time that we just have not been interpreting or seeing. Mm-hmm. So Troy kind of freaks out. He's like, how am I going to learn a new song? And Ryan's like, Kelsey will help you. And then Kelsey... And None he- of this makes any sense. <laughs> Condra. Kelsey runs him away. Why is any of this happening? <laughs> because we have to get to the end of the movie, Tyler. Okay, so... 
And Ryan, Ryan says Sharpay wants you to learn this new song. But He's hamming it up a little bit, and it becomes clear in the next minute that this is not the song. This is not what she planted. This is not what she wants. This is not what she planned. She does not understand. She does not understand. So the, this twist I, that, that I've been asking for is apparently coming in the form of Troy apologizes to Sharpay and agrees to sing with Sharpay so that the Wildcats can sing. But then the Wildcats, including Ryan, pull another one over on Sharpay and force Troy to suddenly learn a new song that Kelsey maybe wrote, but we've never been introduced to or foreshadowed before. And he's going to go on stage and Sharpay isn't going to sing or is going to be like embarrassed in some way because she doesn't know the words to the song. <laughs> Why is this the direct like, ah, I'm so confused. Well, we'll get there. I can't say anything. I guess it wouldn't make sense for them to sing the same song. You are the music heard. in me again, because we've already had the Troy and Gabriella version and the Sharpay and Troy version. Mm hmm. But, like, you can do an abbreviated version of a song, like, the third time through. Like, why, like, if they had, if they had, like, foreshadowed this with, like, one line of dialogue. We do, though. In in the next minute. What? We hear a snippet of the song in the next minute. No, but I'm saying, like, like if, if, if Ryan and Kelsey had gone, like, so, Kelsey, how's that new song going? And she's like, oh, I don't know if it'll be ready. And then Ryan goes, well, just, you know, do do like 20 minutes every day. And she goes, hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, those little cutesy jokes that are this movie. <laughs> the only issue with that is, though, if you think about it, this is like one of the first times we see Ryan and Kelsey really talk to each other. They talk like kind they're like around each other in the very beginning of the movie when they're by their lockers, but like their interactions are very minimal. It's usually Sharpay and Kelsey. Yeah. I don't know. They like built all this up for Troy to apologize to Sharpay for some reason. <laughs> and then they're not even doing the thing. Like <laughs> Troy's like, I, I I made a promise and I keep my promises. And then everyone else is like, screw that. You, Troy promise doesn't matter. We're just gonna have, we're just gonna build up Troy anyway. And forget Sharpay. She was mean all along. Well, like, that's why are we? Th- they all, the rest of the Wildcats don't forgive as easily. And and Ryan very much deserves to have his moment of he can have a, a moment separated from Sharpay. It's just double dipping though. It's like, oh, we gotta get this. Like, we gotta. Troy has to apologize to Sharpay. And then Sharpay can get her like not redemption moment, but like, like okay, we we like Sharpay again. She's not evil. Like she's a real person. And then it's like, actually, no. We decided that it's more fun to step on Sharpay again. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the optimal version of this movie. I don't know what the optimal version of this movie is. It's a lot of work that would have to be put into it. That's what you can do during the hiatus. <laughs> yeah, re-edit. Rewrite. <laughs> a movie that came out 14 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So Ryan has Kelsey rush Troy away. To learn a new song. In the they're going on Sharpie's going on stage right now. 
They they were like, the show is dying. We need to go on stage right now. It's like, no, just kidding. You're going to go learn a new song. That thing that takes a small amount of time. And if, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that time element in a few. But Ryan kind of ends the seat, like gathers everyone together with a, it's showtime. Yeah, he, I like the, he does like a little like clap and slide. Yeah, he's so excited. <laughs> a constant showman. Uh, the greatest showman. As it were. <laughs> Ryan Evans. <laughs> the greatest showman. <laughs> and <laughs> this and this talent show truly is the greatest show. We had tap dancing. We had sock, <laughs> sock puppets. puppets. We've, We've had, had Sharpay, but not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, that's, that's me. They, they storm out the hall singing What Team Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Not singing, but you know. Chanting. Expressing. It's trying to very quickly wrap up, and I think that's part, like, in the similar vein to the first movie, like, it, it suddenly in Act 3 is like, oh, shoot, we've got this much left of the movie, we gotta get a lot done. <laughs> I think the first movie's lack of basketball drama was funny at the end of the day, though. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's, oh, there's 10 seconds left of the game already? Oh, it's over? Oh, sure, great. Yeah. Oh, we win. Cool. <laughs> well, at, the, at that point, that's not the point of the movie anymore. Like, <laughs> Troy and Gabriella reunited. Their friends are supportive. That's what mattered. Not so much the basketball game. Yeah. Or- as much as the basketball game did matter, it also, like, same with the decathlon. Like, Well, again, that what you're, what you're pointing out is that the character arcs took precedent over the, like, nitty gritty of the plot like who's gonna win the basketball game who's gonna win the audition that doesn't matter as long as the characters feel fulfilled yeah what this what this movie's doing right now is like oh you know that fulfillment that troy and sharpay just had we're gonna step on that so that a different show can happen the like the plot and like the the story machinations are happening despite the character arcs and it i suppose it remains to be seen like in what way this is be, being done to like maybe set up Troy and Gabriella to make up because that could be something that's happening, like a surprise Gabriella appearance at this show. But it's hard to say. It is. It's hard to believe. But we can sneeze. <laughs> anyway, that's the minute. Yeah, that's 97. We'll, we'll come back tomorrow or two days from now and talk about <laughs> minute 98. Um, Until then. People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-A-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know your favorite 97th minute of a movie. And it can't be in High School Musical. (laughs) And it's definitely not in Fantastic Mr. Fox because that movie's not that long. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I have been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out if it's just the Buddy Holly song every day that they're about to sing. You can bet on it. <laughs>